tuned into Papasajan Co, the podcast series. I would say something fulfilling, but nah, we aren't about that action. This is the podcast series for the dumb conversations we're afraid of having. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Papasajan Co. Today, I've got a really good friend of mine who knows everything and anything about healing. Probably calling this episode the art of healing. I've got my good friend, Lesejo Nsemi. Welcome to Papasajin Co, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I am honored. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you also like, you know, know my journey. We've been mates and that you have me today to speak on something that I'm really passionate about. Um, you know, something that's not linear, but that speaks to me a lot. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to get into things, man. Thank you. It's really, it's really, really nice to have you. How have you been other, other than like everything that's going on? Obviously, it's a new year. So how is that treating you so far? I love the energy. Honestly, I don't know if it's, you know, um, Capricorn energy because like, you know, we're, 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 we're in Capricorn season. But I love the energy. I love that we get a fresh, clean, new slate and we get to work, you know, on ourselves and what it is that we want and, we just get to begin again, man, and, and, and be hopeful that this year has something different, you know, something in something different in store for us, um, I, you know, and we get to, yeah. So I think um, I, I really, really love the energy and I hope everybody's optimizing on it and we get to grow. I'm laughing because I doubt when this episode drops, it'll be Capricorn season, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> But I love the fact that you mention it. But anyway, moving right along, dude, it's actually really nice to have you. Um, obviously, like you're saying, you've done a lot on on healing, and like, there's so much to delve into. And I'm gonna try keep it very simple now. But obviously, you believe in the universe and the universe as a thing of, you know, communicating with people. Like, how does this? the concept of the universe work in your perception, like in your thoughts, like, you know, with all the astrology going on, like when, when people speak about the universe, what are they actually speaking about and what is the power of the universe? I think um, with regards to the universe, um, a lot of people have different beliefs and I think why I resonate with it the most is because It doesn't segregate anyone, you know, we're all included, whether you're Christian or Muslim, Buddhist, whatever, um, you know, religious belief that basically, you you know, you're led by. We are all part of this universe and we can see these things happen around us. We can see this. And I love that even as even if you're somebody who's, say, atheist, you know, um, we can't deny the fact that we're here. And there's just something keeping us here, you know, even if you're not really a believer of anything of any sort. So I think with the universe, it's just, it, it, it just, it's practical. It's, it's a very practical kind of belief system that, you know, what we're here, um, we can see nature, we can see, you know, sometimes I think, I don't know if you've experienced it, you, you get to be, you get like a, a particular moment when you're in nature and you're just captivated by it and you just, really still really silent and I think and um, that's why I resonate with the idea of the of, of the universe a lot because 
that in itself is the creator, you know, as the creator, because I think um, we've all seen what religion can do. Um, and when we, when, you know, I mean, a lot of wars actually, like in this world, still are, have happened. Um, you, we, we've, dealt, we've dealt with a lot of religious intensity and people trying to prove to other people that, you know, their religion is the right way to go and their religion is superior. So the universe in itself is just really simple. Like, you know, you were saying when we, when we began this, ep- this episode, like really keeping things simple. It really doesn't matter what you believe in, but it's, it's common. You know, it, it unites us all and it, it, it roots us in that oneness that we're really all the same regardless of our religious beliefs. And I think that's why, yeah, I resonate with it so much. But, okay, and now this is where the, the sticky part comes in. Religion and I don't know how, but everyone always thinks that, you know, astrology and religion can never go hand in hand. Is that true? It's not true because um, I think religion kind of eliminates certain energies, certain practices that have really, um, you know, helped people evolve, you know? So I think it, 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 hmm, it goes back to that universe thing because astrology is more spiritual. It's more universal. It's more factual. We see the stars. We know the constellations. It's, it's more science, you know? And I think a lot of people also when it comes to religion versus science, people, you know, tend to be very conflicted regarding that. So I think um, with religion and with spirituality, including astrology, as, as a people, we need to learn how to make space and hold space for everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I was actually on Twitter the other day and somebody had, you know, brought that up. And there's actually, you know, there are people who have actually proven and have evidence of the fact that, listen, um, even though it's not really... It's it said, it's, it's, even though it hasn't been said really specifically and conspicuously, but the Bible does, um, you know, kind of delve into astrology very, very, you know, slightly. Uh, you can, there are references of astrology in other forms of universal and cosmic kind of, you know, sciences and beliefs. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think we leave um, a lot of things out in religion because, you know, it's, it's inherent and, these things have already been, you know, told to us. This is what things should look like. And we aren't curious enough. So that's why we can be a bit rigid um, within religion, which is, for me, why I renounced it completely, you know, because it's, it's very rigid and it leaves little room for you to explore as an individual what speaks to you. Um, because, you know, when you read your birth chart in astrology, there are so many things that make sense. And you're just like, man, this is who I am, you know? So... Now, because of religion and you, you not having to say, you know, worship certain idols and certain practices and, you know, delve into them, it kind of robs you of a very, very wholesome and whole experience because we're here on this planet to kind of utilize energies, whether it be religion and God, whether it be astrology, tarot, the, the universe in itself has given us all these energies, all these practices, all these things to assist us to kind of evolve as human beings, you know, and I think we need to utilize them all. Okay. But, okay, let's, let's now start talking. Okay. So we, we understand that, okay, you know, religion and, and, and astrology can go hand in hand, et cetera, et cetera. And you're reading your birth chart and you're understanding this, that this is like who you are, but you know, like a lot of people 
are like, okay, I mean, for example, I know that I'm a Leo, right? I mean, I was born in August. This is, but now here we have these different seasons. What does each season mean? And I know this is not going to, but I really need a brief explanation to it. Like, I need to understand when is Mercury in retrograde? When is Mercury not in retrograde? What does all that nonsense mean? Okay, it's not nonsense, sorry. But what does all of that mean? Because a lot of people are like, because I know, for example, when Mercury is in retrograde, okay, everyone is going through the most. That's like, you know, but other than that, like you just said right now when we began the episode, it's in Capricorn. So like, what do each of these seasons mean? And how does it then entail with what's actually going on in the universe? Are some people going to feel something and other people not going to feel anything? Or is everyone going to feel the same? Like what's going on there? But also remember, brief explanation, okay? <laughs> brief. Brief. Um, okay, I'm going to tackle the first question you asked me in terms of what each zodiac means. The best possible way I can explain it is that um, we have four elements, earth, fire, water, and air. So, And then in every element, there are three zodiac signs. So in earth, we have Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus. In air, we've got Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Water, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, and Fire, Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. And for me, how I've kind of described things, um, and not described, um, come to learn, what is this, um, astrology, is that certain elements come through with, um, they, br- they bring forth certain things in life. And I think water, for example, would be, is, is very emotional. You know, it's, it's, it flows. And that's why you'll find your, you know, your Cancers, your, your Scorpios, they're very more in their emotions and their emotional beings. Air signs are very quite, we, 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 I'm an Aquarian, so we use our brains a lot. We're, we're really logical. We're airy fairy. We're really detached, you know. You get your earth signs who are like your Virgos and Capricorns and Tauruses and, you know, your Taurans, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, they're grounded. Um, you know, they do the work. They, they, they lay the foundations for, 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 for us. And then you get your fire signs who are very, you know, energetic and they're passionate and they're doing. And... We all need, um, and as a collective now, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this as a collective, uh, as a universe. I think we all need that kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? So this will also depend on you as a person and your birth chart, going on to the second part of your question. In terms of Mercury retrograde, it doesn't affect us the same because we all have our individual birth charts and Mercury is quite a personal placement, you know? So, but... It rules technology, it rules communication, it rules, um, what else, transport. So people don't advise you having to buy, like, technology. And, you know, we, we, can, we kind of have a bit of, you know, like, we have glitches. But it also depends because you have your own personal birth chart. So you need to see which house is what that, ha- that is happening in, which sign that is happening in for you. Um, but generally, it's not the best time. We all know that. <laughs> And we're actually Definitely. in a pre-shadow Mercury retrograde phase right now. So y'all better be ready. Y'all better hold on to your, you know, everything, I guess. That's, that's, that's a brief explanation, I guess, of both questions that you posed. <sighs> I've never, ever really tried to understand it. Well, I mean, obviously, because obviously, remember, we used, to, we used to speak about this, but like it always just flies over my head, the fact that you have all these, these things that are like going on and yada yada blah like you know and it's just it's just a lot to take in but then it also then 
I think it then also goes back to the fact that why do certain religions not want to try and incorporate, I don't want to say incorporate it, but do you think that's why religion tries to debunk astrology so much and the whole universe chat because of all these factors and influences that go on and the fact that because this is going wrong, you know, the fact that this period in your life is going wrong, uh, it'll pass. Or I, I, I don't know how to phrase it, but along, do you know what I'm trying to say? The fact that, you know, don't believe in something like religion, like, like astrology, because you can't really put a name and a date to it, which religion can. And you can trust religion to get you through this because certain person X went through this and they got through it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Does that make, does this, does, does, does that make sense? It does. Um, like I said previously, I think religion is, you know, uh, um, it's great. A lot of households, you know, have, are, are, have been really established on religious faith and such. But like I said, man, it, it, instead of empowering us, I feel that it, it, it disempowers us, um, you know, to, to, to a certain extent, because um, these are all tools that have been given to us. And I think I love that, you know, these questions are all going to be centered around one thing, which is the universe. Um, We've been given these tools and it really is up to you whether or not you want to use them to, to, you know, grow and to kind of allow yourself to expand as well beyond the confines of religion. I think also religion is very, like I said, it's not expansive, you know, it's the, there are confines. And that's why now you can't include, you know, your, your birth chart and your astrology and all of these things that are meant to help you. Because I genuinely do feel like at some point I read my birth chart when I, you know, when I, when I just had began like tapping into astrology and a lot of things made sense. So I'm not going to really blame it on religion because it's been here for a very, very long time. And I think a lot of people have also just be- are, are awakening to the fact that it's not really it's not really inclusive. I mean, we can go into the whole, you know, black people aren't in the Bible thing and we can go into homophobia and racism and colonization. We could do the whole chat. But now I think it's, it's up to us as individuals to begin to use these tools to expand our knowledge and to grow and, and to, like I said, you know, kind of live beyond the confines of religion so that we may know ourselves because we're here for a higher purpose you know and I think religion is it's great but like I said it disempowers you because you don't use your tools you know all you have to lean on is prayer and there is so and as as powerful as prayer is there is so much more in this world that can make your life so much easier if you were to just open yourself up to so then gathering from what you've just said are you then maybe promoting the fact that all people of religions should still be firm in their religions, but also, you know, take note of their, I want to put this the right way, their astronomical being within this universe, you know, take note. Oh my goodness. I, I like, I didn't even know if I was saying the right thing there, but it, it does make sense because I obviously, you know, but yeah, are you, is that what you're saying that people should maybe take, account more of their you know, their astronomical being within this universe and actually pay attention to their 
to their star signs, to their birth charts, and, you know, get a sense of that, that being and apply that, that being to their religious practices, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think sometimes also when we, um, with different kinds of spirituality, um, spiritual practices and, 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 and faculties, I think people feel that when you believe in something, you are announcing Christianity or you are, you know, making it inferior or not Christianity to say just religion, you know, when you accept a certain kind of spirituality and endorse it, it, it feels like an attack on religion, which is not. I feel like the two really, really can be integrated to make our lives easier as human beings. Like one is not more superior than the other. Like these kind of entities and faculties were meant to be integrated so that we can have a wholesome and, and healthy and uh, sort of life that isn't dysfunctional. So yes, and it, it goes with not just astrology, but we are, we are energetic beings and we need to, and, and spiritual beings at that, you know, uh, that, that it really doesn't matter what religion you are, you subscribe to and, 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 but we are, we are energetic beings. And on top of that, we also have practices like, um, you know, when we add in African spirituality, for example, you know, that's also another, another kind of spirituality, uh, another kind of um, practice that also is, you know, was established to empower you as a person you know, believing in your ancestors and, and, and. So there's nothing is, you, nothing needs to be left behind, honey. If you want to integrate astrology and African spirituality and your religion, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, um, yeah, you know, obviously a, a religion has instilled a lot of fear in us as people. So we were just afraid to just include everything. But um, I find, I, as, as, a, as, as a person on this, you know, spiritual journey, I have really found that whatever I take, I from, take whatever you want to take from whatever it is that you, whether it's spiritual, spirituality, religion, astrology, whatever, take what works for you and run with it. What doesn't work for you, drop it. It's as simple as that, you know? I, I, that, no, that makes much more sense. But then speaking along, speaking about your, your, your journey, and, you know, taking from here, taking from there and taking from other places. You've also started a blog called Alcyon Words. And I just want to like, you know, I've, I, I haven't had time to read it, but judging from the post, the snippets that you always post up, you know, this is the beginning of you, you know, taking from bits and pieces of all these things. Like actually, what actually inspired you to actually you know, go with Austin words and, you know, what, what are your writings really trying to <clears throat> bring forth with regards to your, your, you know, you as a person and learning about yourself through the, through, through tradition, through religion, through, let me not say tradition, let me say through your, your, your African culture, your religion and your ast astrological being. <laughs> Um, I think I, I write for myself. I tweet for myself. Everything that I, that I do is for myself. And if other people resonate with that, yay, fantastic. Um, I'll see and words came about, um, because yeah, I use writing as an outlet as something that guides me. I think sometimes, um, like I said, I am an, I am an A sign and I have, you know, dominant masculine energy. And sometimes I kind of struggle to 
um, you know, be in my emotions and feel them and, and kind of figure out what it is that I'm feeling and where I am and what I am sensing. So I think I've seen words came about because I needed an, a, an outlet to purge, you know, whatever it is that I was feeling. And a lot of, and I, I, I am really, really grateful that, you know, whatever I tweet, whatever I write, people really engage with that well. Um, and, you know, it's great to build a community of, of human beings who are also spiritual beings um, and, and to heal people. I, I have always loved the idea of healing through my words, being able to, you know, show people a different perspective and call people home. I think it's really time to heal as a people, as a collective, as a planet. And I kind of want to take my place and be able to offer my perspective and when my gifts and bring that to the table so that we can all come together and, and grow, you know? So yeah, it's as simple as that really. <laughs> Always keeping it short and sweet. Okay. Um, and, you know, I think this, this whole thing, you know, everything that you've spoken about and everything that you're saying, now there's this understanding, right? You, you, you've really spoken about, you know, your masculine energy. But there's always the thing about chakra hands, dude. And we all know that yeah. this saying about <laughs> chakra hands and the fact that, you know, these people will ruin your lives. Do you believe that's true? And why do you think there's always this thing that, you know, we should always fear chakra hands? Like women, I, and I don't know if it's the right thing to say, but is it safe to say we should fear a woman like you? Like, what's what's that all about, dude? Lol. I actually don't even, like, I, 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 I don't, I'm not really fond of the term chakra hands. Um, because I think, um, yeah, I think as human beings, we always try to label something, you know. Only when you label something do you give it, it needs to have a label, it needs to be labeled, it needs to have a definition so that people can understand it. And I think spirituality is very broad. You can't just understand it. Even for, you know, a, a person who's on a spiritual journey, you don't un understand it because understanding kind of, uh, you understand things from the level of the mind. Beyond the mind, there is no understanding. There's just being, you know. Um, so that's why I don't like, I'm not really fond of the term. But in terms of people fearing chakra hands, it's hilarious, man. I think people have this notion, uh, you know, because uh, you, you are, when you are on your spiritual journey, you begin to like see that it ain't that deep. Shit ain't that deep. You know what I'm saying? And I think people who have kind of mastered that and people who understand that, Tend, and I'm not saying, you know, you should do this in a very callous manner. Obviously, do it in, with mindfulness and awareness of other people's feelings and your own. And, you know, try to be really um, high vibrational and in inverted commas about that. But I think um, because people don't have an, people don't understand what um, have not yet come to, let me not, let me not say don't understand, have not yet come to understand what it entails to walk in your light and to actually live from your energetic and spiritual body. You know, certain things don't matter to you. Certain, you don't do certain things the same anymore. And I think people are accustomed to, you know, certain things and certain ways of doing things, you know. So um, you learn to be, I think the biggest aspect of also of your spirituality is the art of non-attachment. You learn not to get attached to things, to people, to spaces, and you learn to move with the present moment. So I think maybe 
that translates um, that translates as a bit of maybe callousness to other people. It could be just. That's it. And well, to show people that right. they need to be attached to people to show them that they mean a lot to you. You know what I'm saying? Did there was a moment where you the audio went out for like ten seconds? Can you please repeat what you said? Yeah. Oh, I was just speaking with regards to an attachment. I think oh, that's yes. a very, very important aspect of um, spirituality. And I think once you've understand that, it doesn't translate well to other people because um, you know people. We only understand attachment. We've been conditioned to understand attachment. So when you are willing to let go of people, and I'm going I'm to speak about people here because, you know, they are the ones who came up with the term sharp credit Um, When you're willing to let go of things and to surrender to the present moment, people don't get that, you know, um, well, like, not that they don't get that, but it, it, it's not, yeah, it's not what we've been taught, how we've been taught to move. And now people just think you're this person who's detached or like, you know, callous and, which is not really what it is. It's just you understanding that I need to move um, with the present moment. I need to surrender to it. So if we're not working, let's go. And I'm not going to fight things, you know. Um, this is what we're doing. If we're not working out, let's part ways. So I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, you know, but it's, it, it's, it's really, it boils down. I think a lot of people, yeah, kind of don't understand it because it, it, it requires a lot of non-attachment. And people, yeah. It's, 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 it's not a concept we are familiar with as human beings. So the mere fact that as human beings, we're always, I mean, and I think that's what lockdown really, how lockdown really messed. Maybe from the sense that we're all people who are, you know, we're social beings. And the fact that as, and what I'm understanding from you is the fact that as a chakra Han as they label it, they, they don't see you as one being. They see, because as a chakra hun, as people call it, you're one with yourself, you understand how you work as a person, you're, you're in touch with yourself. And when people don't understand that, it then becomes a problem. Yeah. If, and that's what I'm, yeah. and, and that's what you're uh-huh. resonating through what you've yeah. just said. That's, that's, it, it, it's, it's simply that. It, it, you just, you understand that you're your own person, you know, you belong to yourself and that other people belong to themselves as well. So you are in no control whatsoever of what other people do with their time and, and, and you, you can't control anything. Uh, the same way other people cannot control you. So I think, um, you know, people tend to fear chakra hunts because they know when to let things go. They know when it's time to move. You know, they know when something is no longer in alignment with what they want and who they are. And if that's the case, then we have a lot of chakra hunts roaming around who are necessarily aren't, you know, who, necess- who aren't necessarily chakra hunts because it's really just about knowing what it is that you want. And if it doesn't speak to you, you drop it and you move, you know. Um, like I said, not uh, advocating for emotional um, callousness and not, you know, being mindful of how you treat people. Always kind of detached with, 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 with compassion, you know, it's, it's, and grace. It's not now being like a savage, die, nah, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. So I, I don't promote like savage behavior. Like it, it doesn't resonate with me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically the gist of things, yes. Okay. Hola, Soho. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the podcast. I think the yes, next time, yes, yes, yes. I think the next time we'll talk is about, because you had spoken about, 
um, you know, the fact that we can't really find African, there's always this thing of uh, African medicine being as a means of healing and, you know, this whole Western culture. So I'd really like us to delve into that the next time I have you on. But it was really, it was really nice having you on today. Um, do you have any last words that you want to list, leave for the people that are listening to this episode? Last words really would just be what I've said already. Just um, use the tools that the universe has given to you to expand and to grow. Life is really, it, it can, it's, 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 it's obviously really complicated, but it can be simple if you allow um, yeah, to allow yourself to be open to different methods of healing and doing things, you know, and question everything, be curious, you know, um, and really, really, um, yeah, invest in your spiritual well-being in, in whichever way that speaks to you, you know, um, because, yeah, we're, we're in dark times. And I think living from your energetic body, your spiritual body, um, it, it really strengthens you, it grounds you. And it helps you to flow and be in the present moment and, and surrender. And a lot of healing comes from that. You know, we've all been through our certain traumas and we've all done, you know, like, yeah, life hasn't been like a walk in the park. But once you find yourself and you're committed to healing and growing and expanding and, you know, you want to, to be present, you really get to know grace. And even when discomfort arrives, it doesn't, you know, torment you doesn't scare you you're able to face it head on and know that you know you're being yeah I suppose empowered and you're expanding so I, I really would encourage people to just get in there honey especially with your emotions feel those emotions they are your guides and yeah make space for what 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 what's popping what's coming the things that you're asking for you know that's the best way to make room for a beautiful life okay well guys you heard what Lissoko said Use what the universe has given you to become a better person, Ergs. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world right now and we need as many defensive mechanisms to cope. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, guys, thank you for listening in to another episode of Sojourn Co. Thank you to Lesejo for joining me. And until next time, we are out.